Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your host, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Welcome to another edition of Inside the Firm. I am your host, Alex Gore. I'm here with our other host, Lance Psycho. Uh, we have a great show for you today called It's Economy Stupid. How is it going to affect us and what is going to happen? We predict it all here. You'll know the future by listening to this podcast. And <clears throat> if you know the future, you can probably build a better company. And mm. if you want to build a better company, go to buildabetterco.com. Watch our five steps to boosting your profit. See how that can help you out and grow. Uh, multiply and, and be prosperous. That's what I have. That's what you got, Al. That's what you got. What I got is I need you guys to head over to arcat.com because accurate data is crucial, especially in today's business environment. Outdated and inaccurate data leads to turnarounds, delays, and rising costs. With supply chain and staffing issues, these costs and delays can multiply. That's why a resource like arcat.com is so important. Arcat works with manufacturers to keep their data up-to-date and accurate and offers it to you easily accessible and free. Use Arcat's powerful search engine to find out what you need and download right there on their site without needing to pay anything or even register. So try Arcat.com today. That's A-R-C-A-T.com. Check those guys out. Last, certainly not least, new. <clears throat> I need you to head over to PellLuxury.com forward slash the firm so you can experience a collection of brands that brings together your creative vision to life. The luxury division of Pella is a world-class collection of brands, including Duratherm, Riley, and Benelli, all pioneers of industry who provide window and door solutions to discerning architects, the building industry, and beyond. During this new year, we know how important it is to step back and spend time in gratitude. We appreciate all our clients trusting us with their projects in a record-breaking year. We are excited and ready to take on the new year in 2023. The luxury division of Pella doesn't push beyond limits. They set them. Explore PellaLuxury.com forward slash the firm today. Back to you, Al. Okay, uh, there's a LinkedIn article yeah. that you put on there. Back yeah. to you, Lance. Back to me. So this was interesting because uh, there, there, there's all kinds of shifts, right? And if you're a person who is looking to hire folks, then this is important to you. So there's an article from LinkedIn here. It's just a short snippet. Are employers regaining control? Quote, the great resignation has yielded to workers staying in their jobs at rates near pre-pandemic level, the New York Times reports. That shift is changing job market perceptions and brewing a new question. Have employers regained power? Wage growth has stalled and some benefits of job switching have dwindled. You don't see the sign saying $1,000 signing bonus anymore. Nella Richardson, ADP's chief economist, told the New Times, experts predict lower earner wages can gains to, to hold in what remains a tight job market. Otherwise, it's back to business as usual. And I can tell you, as somebody who's... Mm -hmm. Um, we're trying to hire on both. We, we just hired a new carpenter on the F-14 side of things, construction-wise. Uh, we were looking previous to May, and it was it was that kind of a job market, very, very tight. There was a shift that happened in June, because then when we needed to hire somebody in June uh, and July, the amount of inquiry, uh, the amount of interest we had in that position and the quality of candidates was like night and day. 
Yep. Now we have a very experienced carpenter, uh, and the wages are fair on both sides of the coin. And the same thing goes for uh, the architecture sides of the thing. We were looking before May, and the candidates were much different and not as good. And then after May, things seem to have shifted around a bit. Yeah. So it's uh, it now I think you do sort of have it's a little bit more 50-50 instead of, I don't know, 90-10 where people are just jumping from job to job to job and getting these big raises and all, all that good stuff. So keep your head up. Um, I, I, I highly suggest if you're, if you are finally looking for to hire somebody else that I think you're in a much better position. Yep. All right. Let's talk about the economy. Here's an article from Yahoo finance hitting reset on the U S recession countdown. Mm. So the first half of 2023 will come to a close on Friday. This is a little bit late, right? When it does, Wall Street's big prediction for 2023 will officially be bust. The stock market did not fall, and the U.S. economy did not enter a recession. Hmm. We began the year. We flagged a surprising concern among Wall Street strategists, many of whom expected a dip in the stock market in the early 2023 as the economy fell into a downturn before rebound over the second half of the year. People have moved that out, but I think we're going to talk about why that's probably not true. Um, so uh, instead investors have been coming back to the stock market, the stock market, yeah, has been relatively high. Mm -hmm. I still say the, the, not a good metric, not a good metric. Uh, what you can buy and how much it takes to buy it is, is the real indicator of it. Right. Um, but they just go by GDP, which is kind of great when you can just print it. So you maybe we'll never be in one, but <clears throat> here's a quote. Wall Street has had recession on the brain since at least mid-2022. I agree. I'm sure we said the same thing. So the, uh, Dada wrote, analysts have a tendency of falling in love with their forecasts, and it is clear some are having trouble letting go as evidence piles up to the contrary. Strong jobs growth, late cycle, rally in U.S. equity markets. Um, we had a big rally in mid-2008, uh, too. None of these mm. arguments stand to scrutiny. He adds, there is only so long one can keep claiming that the recession mm. is just six months away. The statute of limitation has now kicked in. There are several reasons why to be upbeat on the U.S. economy. The recession clock has reset. Your thoughts? Well, so I really like that last sentence. The recession clock has been reset. I am of the opinion it goes in seven-year cycles, much like the drought cycles. Seven years of rain, seven years of drought. And then there's a big shift that happens. So if that's true, then your next one you're looking at it would be 2030. Yep. And that this is what I would this is what I said uh, all all day from 2013 leading up to 2020, and then we saw then the COVID thing happened, and then that's where there there was a big dip. So uh, I think there were just these last three years were this very strange period of time we had to live in, kind of up and down all over the place, high inflation. But at the end of the day, there wasn't there wasn't this huge drop in 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 revenues or anything besides the 2020. So that's that's what I think. As I think you're probably if that's true, you're probably looking at seven years of, of pretty steady and pretty pretty good and steady. Although the the one caveat I'll add is everybody should read the fourth turning. And 2024 is an election year, and there's there's we're kind of due for that 80 year cycle of something upended. 
So it is what it is. If, if you follow along with this podcast, then you know that you should be doing some very fundamental things, right? Being as lean as possible. Go check out the Two Second Lean book that we've talked about several times. David Akers, is that his name? Nope. Um, it I'll doesn't matter. You. He'll find it. Uh, check out that book because that'll. you should be working in a position. Paul. David Hall. No, Paul Akers. Paul Akers. Excuse me, Paul. Paul, yeah. I had your last name correct. Yep. Uh, pay off that debt. Um, do, do, do the fundamental things correctly and, uh, you should be, and, and then widen your platform, right? If you're just doing one kind of architecture, hurting yourself, you're setting yourself up for failure. If, if you haven't considered doing the transition from architect to builder, extending the pipeline, think, consider those things. Yep. Build a better business. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> Why not? So, uh, I love that you have uh, extended the amount that we can be paranoid. And I think that's a good thing mm -hmm. because the 2024 to 2028 uh, major cycle is, is real to me. And then we just said, if it, if this reset is true, then that means B word at, at 2030. Yeah. And it goes to the notion of only the paranoid survive. Don't over paranoid yourself, but only the paranoid. Don't survive. over paranoid yourself to a point where you have par paralysis. Yes, but be lean, mean, efficient, profitable, store some of those profits away. Don't just throw them away. All that, all that applies. I think that there was the recession. Um, and I mean, I don't know if I said it on this podcast, I said it to Lance, like, I actually think that there, there, we are in a depression. Um, <laughs> and, and, and the, the evidence are just think about during the depression, Literally during the depression, you didn't have uh, females in the workforce, right? Yep. So it was, it was male dominated and, and like you could only buy what you could buy, right? Now to, to get that same level, you need to do income housing. And then you still look at all the ramifications. Like the bread lines aren't long because they've systemized it into the cards. And there's just as, just as much money spent or even more on that. You look at all the, the drugs and the crimes and all that. Um, in all the major cities, it is substantially up. Um, the, I mean, it, it looks, that looks like it's a depression. Anyways, that's a side point too. They just glossed over that seven year cycle by just th throwing in, watering down money. Mm -hmm. <coughs> and, and it sort of had like a fire and then they tamped it down and maybe there's just coals burning. Is that a good analogy for yeah, it? Yeah. 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 Um, which leads into our next article by the AIA. Mm. Billings slightly suggests slight rebound in May. There you go. Uh, Billings index measured 5.51 uh, in May. So Billings up 2.5. Project inquiries 3.3. Design contracts 2.5. Just in the last week. Just in the last week. Big, big projects, great projects. Yeah, a couple, couple big inquiries coming into F9 for sure. Haven't got them. Trying to. Little ones still trickling in. Yep. Yep. And that leads to the latest and greatest news, Ooh. which is inflation. Hey, consumer prices in June rose at slowest annual rate since. March That's 20th. good for everybody. Yep. You're building a house. Good. You're just buying regular stuff. Good. Yep. I'll so, tell you the tricky part about it soon, but that's good. Oh, I wonder if you're going to point, maybe you have a separate point than me, right? So the consumer price index rose 0.2 over the month and 3% over the prior year in June, a slight acceleration from May 0.1 month over month increase, but a slowdown compared to the uh, month's 4% annual gain. Uh, both measurements are slightly better than the forecast. 
Um, core does strip out viable costs like food, which is <laughs> necessary, gas, which is necessary, yeah. and all that. But this is my point, and, I, and I'll get to your point. And I want to tell people this point so that they don't freak out. So this is a graph <laughs> of inflation continuing cooling down in the year. Yeah. So right now, wow, six what a one, spike, bro. 6-1, 3%. So everyone knows that inflation is based off of the year prior. Lance, look at this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what was that 6-1? 9 in June, same time last year. And it, that's the peak of the graph. So if next month it goes up to four, or if it goes up to five, <clears throat> the the scare media will say, inflation's not tackled, it's up to four, it's they up gotta, to five. They got to raise rates. Blah, 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 blah. So let's just look. Six, one, it's at nine in 2022. Seven, it's at 8.5, right? So that's, that's 0.6. So if it goes up to 3.6 or to four, you're still relatively the same in inflation, but they, they, I, of course they'll spin it to say if it increases again, like, oh no, the world's doomed where it's just relative to where it was last year. This is the peak last year. Yes. This, you gotta have that perspective Yes, that, that it's relative to last year. And if, if it was relative to last year, well, last year was horrible. Yep. Yep. So honestly, I would not be concerned. And uh, I would talk directly to the Fed and Yellen because I have direct lines to them. He's Al Gore. <laughs> I am Al Gore. And, and, and look at this graph and just say, if if it raises from 3, if 3% is the low this year yeah, and it goes up 0.6 almost every month, you I, I think you still did your soft landing. Yes. I still think you did do your soft. Good and job don't, threading the needle. I've been saying, yes. Don't let the Amazing, scare media actually. influence you. It's huge. 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 Insa- shut shut yeah. off CNN, Janet. Please. Yep. Shut off MSNBC, Fox News, all of them. Uh, okay, yeah. So, Because my point is. Yes, it, what was your point? If you want to switch the monitor over just so you can see it, Al. I do. Is uh, I've got a tweet up here for everybody from Charlie Bill Elio. I don't even know who he is, but he, the way he broke this down was awesome. So he's what this is the point Alex is trying to make. U.S. inflation rate, uh, June June 2022, 9.1, like Al just went over, and then it consecutively went down. Like he, I think you were saying 0.6, right? Keep you keep by every month it was like 0.5, 0.6, sure. point something, roughly, roughly, yep. Got us down to June, where now they're saying 3.0. Then he goes 12 consecutive deadlines, and then Joel Griffith, you stud, <laughs> comes in and wrecks him and says. That's 12 consecutive increases in prices, and each year-over-year increase is far higher than the so-called target of 2.0%. So beautiful perspective of the whole thing. Like, technically, it still went up. Like, yes, it's going... It's it's like the rate of going up has went down. That's about... That's it. Exactly. It would have to be negative for us to actually go down. Like, truly go down year-over-year. Because two years ago, if you say two years ago was normal... From there, this June is uh, 12%. Yes, exactly. So you have to add those numbers. <laughs> Bingo. You got to add them. But, and, and if you just add them to the last year, then you're just, I mean, you're playing into the volley. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Uh, we got a little David Goggins. He's uh, joining us again. Actually, it's a UFC fighter. Al probably knows who he is because Al's UFC. Al's basically Dana White's second best friend. I haven't watched it in a while, but I do like UFC. Yeah. Okay, here we go. David Goggins. Uh, 
wrote me last night. The basis of his message was, be the guy who embraces the ugly, the miserable. Be the guy who embraces hard work, the grind. Don't be afraid of being hurt. Don't be afraid of sacrificing some blood. Be the guy who thrives in that. That's John Jones. John Jones speaking. He knew perfectly, yeah. So I have been on this kick. I've been uh, doing a lot of different podcast interviews that where people are having me on at least, you know, two a week, basically. I have one at 11 a.m. soon here. And and a lot of these podcast hosts have been asking me, like, if there's one thing that you want people to take away from from your episode, if there's one thing uh, you could just tell the audience, you know, if you could go back in time and remind yourself of something, I go... You know, it took me 40 years to figure this out, and it, it took life experience to do it, and it, it recognizes physics in two different ways. So you can't have electricity without a negative and a positive. You have to have both. Mm-hmm. And Newton's law, of, one of Newton's law of physics is, is equal and opposite reactions, right? So, so, and then the last thing is, like, if you're, if you're of the stoic opinion like me, um, and, and you've read books like Marcus Aurelius's Meditations, then you should get excited when negative stuff happens. Because what is going to happen after the negative that stuff happens? A positive comes. So I told my kids this at dinner two nights ago. And they were like, what? I go, you guys aren't going to believe this. If something negative happens, I get excited now. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, the positive's coming. Like, I get nervous if something, if it's just positive, positive, positive. Like, where's yeah. the negative? coming in reaction to that yeah i i think that's and it's great too on a psychological level because if you're in the negative which negatives will happen the only way to get out of it is through positive positive action 100 percent. you know what i mean like feeding the negative is is not going to help out like i wouldn't i wouldn't and i don't think anyone would take it this way i wouldn't feed into the negative if something negative's happening i wouldn't go find meth and start doing you math. don't go searching for the negative <laughs> yeah. the negative is you, finds you yep and then and then you uh, you uh, you face it with positivity so thank you john jones thought it was perfect thought the whole thought process is great with that if you think we're great give us a give us a five-star review do it e- email me at akg at f9productions.com topic that you have idea that you have send lance a gift anything you can probably find where our office is. Um, or even better, send it to me and say not for Lance. Yeah. <laughs> that would be Specifically. Even, yeah. Do not, barely let him look at it. That that would be even better for all yeah. of us. Or like you could put a note in that goes even further. You could say, this is not for Lance, but definitely show Lance. And then use this gift around Lance, but at, it's at, not for Every him. time that you can. Every time. So that's it. We, we would all appreciate that. I think everyone would appreciate that. And we will see you next week.